Hey there, everybody, and welcome to 2021. It is officially a new year, and you've just tuned in to a new episode of the Soul Society Podcast. I want to thank you all for joining in on this show, where you'll hear some sarcasm, some edge, some comedical and realistic viewpoints on things going on in today's society. My name is Dustin. Happy to have you here as always. Thanks for tuning in, and let the show begin. so much the sights but the sounds of 2020 in the rear view just in case you needed a recap of last year that's pretty much what it was a never-ending car crash from start to finish but now all that is behind us we're in a whole new year it's 2021 let's lose our minds finally the dreadful year of 2020 is behind us ladies and gentlemen welcome to the solar society podcast i am your host as always dustin great to be here in a new year to be able to say that 2020 no longer exists and it's dead. It's gone. Today is episode one entitled What Do We Do Now? Which seems like a pretty loaded question, all things considered, after the year we just came off of. It was a real Jumanji in-game, just terrible board game in general. Whatever board game you've ever played in your life that seemed confusing, that seemed like it was difficult beyond belief, that's pretty much what 2020 was. There are so many different analogies you can use to describe last year. In today's episode, we're going to look ahead to what we know about 2021, because anybody with the right mind will not try to predict another year ahead. And I always find it funny, because at the beginning of every year, whether you read Atlanta Journal, Washington Post, anything on the internet, or any newspaper, news outlet, whatever, they always do this thing where they try to predict the year ahead. Well, newsflash, everybody was wrong about last year. But... We're going to get into that today, and we're also going to be trying to debunk the New Year, New Me mentality, how so many people fall victim to that phrase, that god-awful hashtag that we see everywhere on the internet. Also, for those of you that entered, no, I did not forget, today is our first giveaway ever on the show. We will be announcing the winner of our holiday giveaway for that $25 Amazon e-gift card at the end of today's episode. If you missed your chance to win, don't worry, you can hit us up on social media. We have another giveaway at the end of this month. So without further ado, let's jump ahead to what we know thus far about 2021. Yeah, baby! (laughs) So here we go, guys. Another chapter in the books. Another page turned as we look ahead now to 2021, a new year on the horizon. And we can only wonder what kind of surprises and secrets this year might hold for us. Now, there's a couple of things that we obviously already know looking ahead into this year, but the biggest thing we're all hoping for is to make it through the first couple months without any kind of cataclysmic events. Now, we are carrying around in our back pockets still through this year, COVID-19. It's like a girl that won't let you hang out with the guys. Ladies, it's like a guy that won't get out of your DMs. It's just there. Now, 
Where do we go from here? What do we do now with COVID-19? Well, with every worldwide pandemic, there are those that answer our questions. And so far, our answer is to distribute the COVID vaccines. Now, here in America, you got companies like Moderna and Pfizer working steadily to try to mass produce and ship out all these vaccines to everybody, your frontline workers, those with underlying conditions and lesser immune systems. But then around the world, you got 92 countries that are collectively working together in a worldwide fund called COVAX, where these countries are trying to ensure a fair and equal distribution of the vaccine. This may come as a shock to some of you, but the United States is not a part of this worldwide fund. The United States is not currently participating in it. But hey, you know, maybe we'll change our minds. But as we look ahead with these vaccines, there's one thing that continuously is being said. It's a debate between the sides, and everybody has an argument when it comes to these vaccines, whether or not they're going to work, whether the side effect's going to be. We're all kind of holding our breath because we've been waiting for these for a while. Now, they have been doing trials since March, so hopefully the vaccines were tested really well and thoroughly and we don't grow a third arm. Or that our skin color starts to change and we all walk around looking like many incredible hulks. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mean this to be pessimistic. I'm not trying to be negative. I hope that whoever wants the vaccine gets the vaccine. I hope that everybody has their share, that it remains voluntary. But that's a whole nother issue. Whether or not it will remain voluntary. The only reason I say any of these things is because we've seen that the vaccines are just that. They are not a cure. They are a shield. The news story just came out about the ER nurse that got the vaccine eight days later, tested positive for COVID. So obviously it's not indestructible. It's not like the Captain America shield. You're not going to be able to deflect the coronavirus away from you every single time. It does take about 10 to 14 days for the vaccine to become effective in the human body. So there is that. And I know that there are some that are beginning to worry a little bit because there now are new variants of the COVID virus, COVID-19, being found in Southern California, Colorado, and different parts around the world. But if you ask the Yoda man, the Yoda Meister himself, Dr. Fossey, he will tell you not to worry because the vaccines can stand up to anything. Now, whether or not that's true and you believe the Yoda man of COVID-19 himself, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, let's move on from COVID and everything we know about the virus to the hot political debate that's going on right now in Washington, and that's the stimulus checks. Now, nutsack for a chin, Mitch McConnell, so proudly decided to decline the raise from a $600 stimulus to a $2,000 stimulus that was passed to the House. And I mean, I get it. I understand, you know, our country's in debt. We've always been in debt. We probably forever will be in debt. But $600 is only $600. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but $600 to me is a bad week at work. Now, when I was younger, like 16, 17, and somebody would have given me $600, I would have thought that I won the fucking lottery. But in today's day and age, the cost of living and how everything works in our economy, $600 is only $600. So thank you, Mr. Balsack for a Mitch McConnell for letting us have that $600. I mean, it'll be good. You know, if you need to buy groceries or maybe make that payment on your car, 
put a little dent in your debt. But how are you going to go from giving us $1,200 to now $600? And if we ever get another stimulus, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes from $600 to $300, $150 maybe. Nobody really knows. Simply because trying to understand what the hell goes on in Washington is like trying to understand trigonometry when you're in the first grade. It really just doesn't work out a whole lot these days. It's not a good fit for the brain to try to process what these asshole idiots are doing up there. It doesn't matter what your party is. The politician's up there, he's going to lie, he's going to cheat, he's going to steal, whatever. It's hard to understand what their personal agenda is. And I think it goes for anybody, really. It's hard to understand anybody's personal agenda. But speaking of the bullshit in Washington and all things Capitol Hill, we do know this. Coming at the end of the month, on January 20th, our country is getting a new resident in the White House as Trump and Melania move out separately, probably. That marriage isn't looking too hot. But a new resident in the White House. And his name is John Cena! Okay, so clearly it's not John Cena, but how cool would it be if it was John Cena? I think we would all collectively lose our fucking minds at that point. And it's not that much of a far-fetched stretch when you think about the people that we've had in the White House, starting with Trump, and then there were people that were actually trying to petition to get Kanye on the ballot. Actually, I think he was on the ballot at some point when the Democrats were doing their thing. I'm I'm not sure. I never really followed that story. All I knew is the guy decided that maybe he wanted to be president. But no, we instead are going to be graced by the presence, Mr. Hair Sniffer himself, the one and the only Come on, man. President Joe Biden. Now here's the thing about Joe. What do we actually know about Joe other than that his health is a little questionable. He's very old can't really finish his sentences that well. If you guys haven't seen the video of how many times this man stumbles over himself in a sentence, I recommend going and watching it. I mean, I guess it's a little better because he normally tries to use bigger words than we ever heard Trump attempt. And unlike our former president, he does have some political experience. Now, political experience does not mean political accomplishment. However, Mr. Biden has been around Washington for a really long time. Him and running mate Vice President Kamala Harris are set to have a lot of plans to help us get our country back on track. Joe Biden has went on record and said in his first 100 days in office, he hopes to see 50 million Americans get the vaccines, or distribute the vaccines to them rather. Hopefully it'll remain voluntary. And he also has plans to get our schools back on track, wants to tackle healthcare, you know, basically all the regular political bullshit agenda. But I think the job becomes a lot harder this year because a lot of us are going to be watching these two very closely because we want to get back to the life the way we once knew it. We want to start to take steps to regain a sense of normalcy in what has been a very abnormal time for us. So it'll definitely be interesting to see. We'll keep our eyes on them. Interesting times ahead for us here in 2021. But now let's move away from all the politics, all the COVID, all the bullshit that transpires and focus on something happier, something more entertaining, if you will. And that is really reaching out and congratulating and just 
saying thank you to the sports industries, the entertainment industries, movies and TV shows. I, I can't get enough of it because throughout the course of the pandemic, I'm a big sports fan and sports were still on TV. Teams were still playing. Granted, it wasn't always perfect in the sports world. There were games that were canceled, postponed. But here we are in January, and things we know about January is that college football wraps up, NFL playoffs begin. It's really kind of awesome. The NBA just kicked back up. Baseball's on the horizon. Whether you're a fan of sports or not, you have to congratulate them, tip your cap to them. Because these guys are real people. They're athletes. They're not, you know, superhumans. They're not aliens. People like you and me, who are still going out here, granted, yes, they're getting paid, but they're still providing us with that entertainment, those little things that remind us of a simpler time, of a normal life. So my hat goes off to them. And in the movie and TV industry, on the horizon of January, lots of TV shows coming back on air after production was halted by COVID. Thank you very much. You ungrateful bitch. COVID-19 not only halted it, but it actually created some new shows from it. There's going to be new shows that are themed around the theme of COVID. Hopefully, uh, won't be too bad. Won't be terrible. But to them as well, to the actors and actresses of the world, I say thank you. To the production crews that put on these amazing shows and movies, I say thank you. Because we have to remember, they're human too. They're putting their lives at risk. Now, speaking of sports and people putting their lives at risk, we need to acknowledge the fact that one thing COVID took away from us last year, we're getting back this year, and that is the Olympics in Japan. Now, even if you don't like sports and you don't watch the Olympics this year, maybe you should watch the Olympics because as we get ready to approach the Olympics this year, I think it just means a little bit more because we just came off a worldwide pandemic. We're still in a worldwide pandemic. Lots of places in the world are still being locked down. And hopefully it is able to happen this year. And if it does, it's not only a symbol of countries competing against one another and sports that have been played for thousands of years, but it's a way for us as a world to unite and say we're beating it. We're getting back to that sense of normalcy. There's just something really symbolic about it this year. I just feel like, you know, after you deal with something like that, you know, it should be symbolic. So tune in to the Olympics. Cheer for your team. Go Team USA, as always. Unless it's soccer, and then I'm totally cheering for Brazil. And those of you that know me know exactly why. So we've reached the halfway point of the show today, and it's time for the talk. And no, I don't mean that talk. If you need that talk, please consult your local Wikipedia pages. The talk I want to have with you guys today is about the whole new year, new me, hashtags and posts and all the memes that you see, like people saying, oh, this is going to be my year. Yet those are the same people that about halfway through the month or into February. So you know what? I'll just try again next year. And the problem for me with this whole new year, new me cycle that we go through is that people wait and put so much pressure on themselves at the beginning of the year and make all these crazy resolutions, but they never follow through. And some of the resolutions aren't even that crazy. Some of the most common are weight loss or 
making more money or finding a different job. But people put so much pressure on themselves ahead of time where they stack their plate with all the goals and they're trying to do everything at once and you can't do everything at once. You just simply cannot. We're only capable of so many things as human beings. And I think that's important to keep in mind as we head into a year like 2021. Nobody was prepared for 2020. That was evident by everybody rushing to the store to stock up on toilet paper. After a year like 2020, coming into a new year, it is relieving. It gives you a better feeling. But don't stack so many things on top of yourself. Now let's really dig into why people don't keep their resolutions. They don't keep their goals that they set for themselves in a new year. And that's because we're we're a stubborn jackass. Yeah, you. You're a stubborn jackass. I'm a stubborn jackass. Person next to you, they're probably stubborn jackass too. We're all stubborn because we don't like to change. We don't like to do things different. Doing things that you're familiar with, that you're comfortable with, they're safe. They make you feel good. They make you feel like you can accomplish more that way. But if you haven't accomplished what you want to accomplish, yet you still do it the same way, you still attack it the same way, why are you expecting a different result? Why are you surprised when you get to the end of the month doing something that you've done the same way all of last year and not getting anywhere? It's not the year's fault. It's not anybody's fault. You have to be comfortable with making a change. And after last year, coming into this year, change is absolutely necessary. Because the world's not just going to go to being sunshine and rainbows and skittles are going to fall from the sky and everything is just going to be bright and sunny. Don't kid yourself with that. Now that doesn't mean you can't have goals, you can't have things that you want to achieve, but start small. Like today, right now, take a piece of paper, write something down that you want to accomplish by the end of the day before you go to bed. It could be so small, it could be simple. Take out the trash, wash the car, whatever. Go for a run, go for a jog, whatever you want to do. Enjoy the simple pleasures. Don't try to make a million dollars in a month if you've never made $20,000 in a month. You want to make a million dollars this year? Cool. It's going to take some time. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. That's just one small example. And don't be afraid to change the way that you do things. Life for a lot of people, you know, we get caught up in what everybody else has and what everybody else is doing, and it's, it's just dumb. We don't accept that not everybody's life is perfect. And if we do accept that, Think about how much happier you'll be. Think about writing that note down and making a small goal for today. And then you accomplish that goal before bed. You feel a little bit confident after you've accomplished something. It's just how our brains work. Then tomorrow you do the same thing. And then the next day you do the same thing. And before you know it, you can look back on the year and say, every day I accomplished something I wanted to accomplish. And that's a happy life. Now this would be a lot better than the alternative, so to speak. Imagine you get to January 28th, like most people do, or February 2nd, into the first parts of February, and you look back 
at the year so far and you're like damn I didn't accomplish one fucking thing that I wanted to accomplish and that's kind of bad that's why so many people give up because they're too stubborn they don't want to change and they're afraid to be uncomfortable so it's normal you're not alone and if this is you then maybe this is your wake up call so start out today start out tomorrow start out in July August whenever don't wait on a calendar to change its date to dictate when you could start doing things different in your life now as we get ready to wrap up the show today I really hope that somebody was able to take something away from this and maybe you've had this talk with yourself before maybe you needed a refresher maybe nobody's ever talked to you like this either way I look forward to hearing about what you guys accomplish let me know I'd love to know what you guys accomplished today let me know what your goal is what do you have planned for this year so before we get into the wrap-up and the holiday giveaway I just want you guys to remember just these few things delight yourself in the simple pleasures forget about your goals think about your purpose accept the good things that you have do the things that you love and live for today tomorrow will be there when you get there and last but certainly not least Fuck the new year, new me trends. So episode one in the books as we get ready to roll out into this year. I hope everybody has a great first week of the year looking ahead. And no matter when you're listening to this, remember, right now you could start a whole new goal for yourself. I hope you guys will be back for us next week. As we'll dive into episode two, stay tuned on our social medias. If you guys want more information on that, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's Soul Society Podcast. Just type it in and there we will be. On our social media pages, you guys can find out more information about future giveaways, past episodes, upcoming episodes, suggest topics, share memes, whatever. I mean, I'm there. You guys can definitely hit us up. I'll definitely respond to you guys all. Thank you so much to all the listeners we've had for the first two episodes. And on this episode, last matter of business to get to today is our first ever giveaway on the show. Really excited about this because I want to be able to give back more. And that's why we're doing giveaways every month this year. And the winner of our first ever giveaway on the Soul Society podcast is none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself. One of the four voices you can hear on a clearly confused podcast, Mr. Justin Thomas. So guys, if you guys haven't listened to Mr. Justin Thomas' podcast, he is one of the four voices, not just his, but his buddies as well, on a Clearly Confused podcast. Go check him out. Link will be in the description. Congrats, man, on winning the first giveaway. We'll be sure to get your prize over to you. And that's all we got for today, guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Don't forget to tune in next week, January 10th, for episode two. And as always, stay soulless. And a happy new year.